Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast. And this is another special edition. But before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Anchor time. I like what you said the last time we did an anchor. You said, I don't remember, something anchor, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I forgot what you yeah, said. Yeah, let me know. I'll... Uh... I'll get back to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even remember what you said, but um, uh, you know when you're over here on Anchor, it's list time. So you heard our last yeah. one, which was uh, people did listen. <laughs> one of my buddies was like, "Man, you guys need to rewatch all these movies." I was like, "Dude, well, we, we watched so many these lists. <laughs> that's the thing with these lists. We go in cold. We yeah. don't know what's on them, and little did we know." It was going to be a big strikeout as far as having seen any. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because we usually do pretty good on every list oh, yeah. we've done so far. But yeah, exactly. Exactly. That one was like, God. When, nope. <laughs> it's usually just we go down and, and we read movies, but movies right. we've seen and but we, that we did only watched once. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of that stuff. But all right, this one should be better, everyone. This is uh, ScreenCrush.com. Every Arnold Schwarzenegger movie ranked from worst to best. So yeah. <laughs> uh, this is an article that came out. Uh, Matt Singer. Uh, this was an article he wrote uh, October 31st, 2019. I don't know what I was clicking on. I just saw this. So, but Let's run down what he thinks is the worst. Oh, my God. Well, I guess Arnold has done a lot of movies. I thought this was like a top 10, but... All right, let's start from, uh, he has it labeled as 42, so I assume these are all 42 of Arnold's movies, but all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to go super long on each of them. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll be three hours. Yeah. <laughs> this one I've seen once, but I don't really remember. I do remember that um, it wasn't very good, but hey, you can't, every movie, your first movie can't uh, be the greatest, but this is a... Uh, a film that came out in 1970, and this is Hercules in New York. <laughs> did, did you see this one? No, I actually didn't. <laughs> I know that's how he got on as far as uh, movie stuff, was it was always going to be the kind of sword and sandal, obviously, eventually Conan, you know. But no, I did not see that one. <laughs> uh, they, they only got Arnold because of his build. Right, yeah. right. I mean, he was a nobody at this time but they didn't even use his real voice they got dubbed over right right so um as far as it being goofy i remember it being like in the the hercules times and then he gets zapped to <laughs> 1969 i would say you know what i think i actually might have seen some of it because it's starting to actually that sounds familiar now <laughs> i mean i i'd seen it um not when it came out, but uh, I wasn't even born yet. But um, once I got into Arnold, um, be it what was the first movie I seen of his. Of the, he was a, for her, Conan. Conan the Barbarian was the first right. one I'd seen. Yep. Of his, where he was the star. I had seen him in in other movies where he was just cameos. But um, I think after Conan and maybe right after Terminator. Uh, I went back and, and I found this on VHS and, and I watched it and I just remember it being stupid. But um, <laughs> I had no idea that he he didn't speak in it or there wasn't his voice until he started talking. And I'm like, this ain't Arnold. But I mean, I, I, 
I sat through it. The little movie buff I was when I was a kid, man, I had to sit through it because Arnold was one of my heroes. But yeah, Hercules in New York. If you guys have seen that, yeah. This one, I only seen it because he was in it and I knew it, but the movie, I do not remember at all, but him hardly being, he was, from what I remember, he was hardly in it. But this is a 1980s, the, the Jane Mansfield story. Did you ever no. see that one? No. It, it, I mean, it wasn't about him, so <laughs> right. he was in it. I remember that. I don't really remember uh, much of Jane's fan, Jane's Manfield. I mean, well, her story anyway. But yeah, he was in that. I mean, you got to start out somewhere. Right. Um, this one uh, came out in 2004, uh, around the world in 80 days. Was this the one with Jackie Chan? Am I am I thinking that right? No, no, no. Because uh, that one was a later. I don't think I, I did. I, so, I'm pretty sure I would have seen this. I mean, I assume he wasn't the star. Um. Okay, here it is. 2004. Yeah, Jackie. This is the one Jackie Chan was in. I don't remember him in that, and I did see that. I I don't think he I mean, well, Jackie Chan obviously was a star. It might have just been a cameo, from what I remember. Because yeah, it must have been like and like. Very forgettable. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, the painfully unfunny update Prince to Hoppy. Jewel. <laughs> Jewel Verne's classic Arnold, who was a Turkish prince, uh, was Schwarzenegger's final film for six years, because um, that's when he became uh, the governor of California. But hmm. yeah, I, all I remember is the Jackie Chan stuff. He was in. It must have just been really quick, from what I remember. Yeah, he was a prince. I do not remember that at all. This um, this next one, he's on the cover, but he's hardly in it. It was mainly um, uh, what's his nuts? Um, God dang, I want to say Andy Samberg. Does that sound right? No, 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 not um, not Andy Samberg. I'm thinking of a different film. But this is Killing Gunther. Have you seen that one? I did. Um, uh, yeah, I I thought it was actually uh, pretty solid, but from what I remember, um, he was hardly in he, it. Yeah, he's hardly in it. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they we we've talked about this on um, Taren Taren Kill Kill him. That's who uh, I was. I knew he was a Saturday Night Live guy. <laughs> um. <laughs> Hey, this one, yeah, Gunther was Arnold, and he's right on the cover of, of the Blu-ray and everything, but um, I remember Taron Killam was on somebody's podcast I was listening to, and they were talking about this film. He even said that. He was like, yeah, um, Arnold's top billing, but he's already in it. So, right. But yeah, because um, it was uh, Taron Killam's uh, directorial debut. Um, so, I mean, you, you got to start somewhere. But for those of you that he also wrote the film, excuse me, for those of you that don't know what Killing Gunther is, a group of uh, eccentric assassins are fed up with Gunther, the world's greatest hitman, and decide to kill him. But their plan turns into a series of bungled encounters as Gunther seems to always be one step ahead. Yeah, I mean, because, yeah, I'm looking at the poster. Arnold's dead center. 
of this, and he's top built. Yeah. <laughs> but he. He's in it. I remember that. I remember that because I remember when I turned it on, I was expecting an Arnold film. And I was like, man, he's like, I'm not seeing him at all. He like was barely in it. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you got HBO Max, it's on there. Um, I don't remember how I, how I saw this. It wasn't on HBO. It's some elsewhere. But um, yeah. <laughs> all right. This next one. Uh, he is only in one scene in this film, and this movie was hilarious. I saw this in the drive-in, and when he popped up on the screen, I was like, "Whoa, Arnold!" And then that was it. <laughs> so, uh, a buddy of mine, shout out to D. Uh, he was really in Arnold, and he was into bodybuilding and all that. And he had the bodybuilding magazines and everything when we were kids. And I remember seeing Arnold on it. But this was a 1979's Scavenger Hunt. Um, from what I remember, his scene. Uh, Tony Randall, they were uh, on a scavenger hunt and they needed uh, a medicine ball. So they went into this gym uh, to get a medicine ball. And Arnold was the instructor in there. He had lines and everything. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm here for a medicine ball. And then Arnold, yeah, I'm here to pump you up and, and all that. And then he goes, here, let's, let's let's have the medicine ball. So he threw it at Tony Randall and Tony, Tony Randall caught it. But he went flying out the window. And landed in his car. And all the kids are like, yeah. And I remember Arnold looking out. They were up on the second floor. And Arnold looking down at uh, Tony Randall in his car. And that was all he was in. Uh, the movie's hilarious. If you guys uh, have not seen it or if you have seen it, you know. Um, I can't remember. <sighs> there was a bunch of different teams in it. It was like uh, kind of like a family thing. Like this guy, millionaire dude, was... Uh, died and he wanted all his family to his family and I remember his butlers and his maids and everything and they made this big huge scavenger hunt whoever had brought got the most stuff uh, on the list and then brought it back to uh, the mansion at this certain time won a gajillion dollars or whatever but it was a hilarious um, Film. There's all kinds of different actors in it uh, that you've seen before, and it's awesome. I wish it would be. I don't think it's on Blu-ray, but uh, I remember it was on YouTube for a little bit, but then someone took it down. But yeah, that was '79 Scavenger Hunt. Uh, this next one, I don't really remember it much. I remember the first two, but this is uh, 2014's The Expendables Three. The only thing I really remember in this was. Uh, 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 Rowdy Ronda Rousey uh, was in this one, but um, yeah, these were all a blur. I think the new <laughs> the new cast by this time was Wesley Snipes, um, Antonio Banderas, and uh, Ronda, and then I think there was a couple other ones that uh, joined this Expendables crew. I believe there's gonna be an Expendables four. And the way uh, uh, Sly was talking about it, that that was going to be the last one that he's in. So I guess if they want to continue on with the franchise, it'll be, I don't know, maybe get some of these other action stars that, that aren't really mainstream. I could see a Scott Atkins popping into one of these and taking over, but who knows? We'll see. Um, you saw this one, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, Expendables were definitely go-to for years there. I remember one year they were at uh, Comic-Con doing a signing, and I just missed out on uh, 
uh, Terry Crews. <laughs> Were you in there with me for the first one, the first panel they had for the first film? I'm pretty sure I was, yeah. And we were all cheering Rocky when uh, Stallone yeah. came out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Arnold, I mean, he's in it. He was in the first one for like a second, and then he popped up in the in the second one, and then he came back for the third one. But I mean, he's in it. I mean, he's not in the whole movie. I did like. Oh, the second one is what the one I liked him the most in because him and um, Bruce Willis were the like the comic relief of that one. I remember the scenes they had were funny. And uh, shout out to Bruce Willis. I know a lot of people don't like him and they say he's an asshole, but um, I believe he's dealing with some health issues and he had to retire uh, from acting. Yeah. yeah, I read some kind of sad things about that, how uh, I guess he had been going downhill for a while. I heard something like happened like on a set and like uh, he was like firing like the prop gun at like people that like weren't even involved in the scene. So, yeah, kind of. Sad, kind of tragic, you know. Yeah. All right, this next one, I've never even heard of this film. Um, I'm kind of interested in seeing this, but this is uh, 2019's Iron Mask. Have you heard of this one? Uh, let me look it up. It's got Jason Fleming, Jackie Chan, <laughs> Arnold. No, but yeah, just from... A first initial looks on it. Yeah, it looks like something I'd be interested in, too. Um, yeah, uh, five. At least they have one fight. Six, I've been waiting for this a long time. Seven, a Russian-Chinese film. Better than the first part. So I guess it's a sequel. Eight, uh, awesome action with a little comedy. Okay. Well. Does anyone got Fox uh, now? Yeah, direct to DVD <laughs> in most countries. Yeah, I never even heard of this one, so I don't know. But I'd like to see it. So, but I guess you learn something new every day. All right, yeah. moving on. Twenty <laughs> ten uh, the Expendables. I just went over that one. He's only in there for yep. a second. Yep. Uh, moving on, An awesome holiday classic. This would be more down in my lower part uh, of the Arnold list, or. Uh, as in lower, as in going down closer to number one. Now, maybe not top ten, but but this is 1996's Jingle All the Way. Now, shout out to the Zisu. He got me the pops. <laughs> so, shout out! <laughs> but this movie's hilarious. I don't know who this guy is, but um, he has it as his number 34. Um, oh. I, I love this movie. I watch it every year. Um, wow. Before I was watching it, before I knew it was a... A holiday film, but I, I watch this all the time. Whenever it's on TV or the kids want to watch it, because uh, Daniel he has his own Turbo Man that I got Yay. him for Christmas. So <laughs> I didn't know Funko made that. I kind of want to yeah. get my own. I want to get my own. <laughs> yeah, they got into the whole everything like going around with that. They got the pops. They got the Turbo Man. <laughs> yeah, but um, I love that film. Moving on. Uh, Expendables 2. We just went yeah. over that one. Um, this one, I need to rewatch it. I know I've seen it more than once. I remember the first time I seen it, I was like, it was just after a long day at work and I, I was falling asleep because nothing was really going on in it. But I have not seen it in a really long time. I want to say well, the second time I watched it, I enjoyed it a little bit more, but I just got it on Blu ray. So, but this is 1999's End of Days. 
End of days, end of days. Yeah, he was chasing the devil in that one. I remember that. It was that one guy from, uh, what was that movie? Um, Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, Usual Suspects. I remember he was the the devil. And I, and I do early or late CGI. I just remember it not being the greatest. So well, um, for me, it came out in 99 and that was the year I pretty much literally saw every movie that came out. Most of them in the theater. That was a big year for uh, movie going. Me and Breeze. <laughs> uh, synopsis really quick. At the end of the century, Satan visits New York in search of a bride is up to a next cop who now runs an elite security outfit to stop him. Yeah, this starred Arnold, uh, Gabriel Byrne, Robin Tunney, Kevin Pollack, uh, CCH Pounder, and a bunch of other people. Um, I'm I'm just going to have to throw this in. I, I got it recently. I haven't watched it yet. But I, I, I remember it wasn't um, – I mean, just because you see Arnold's name in, in it, it doesn't mean it's going to be action, action. I mean, there was action in it, but it was – I think it was more of a different story for Arnold, but yeah, end of days. Uh, this next one, yeah. he's in it, but it wasn't about him. I know they were trying to uh, really get this character going because it they wanted to tie it in to the Conan series, but it just didn't. And this was a uh, 1985's uh, Red Sonia. This was oh, yeah. um, Brigitte Nielsen. Her, uh, her. Was it her first film? I don't. I think it was her first starring role. I know I'd seen her in like, um, she she was in Rocky Four, and I think she was also in um. Was this after or before Cobra? Um, I don't remember. Let me see. Oh well, this is her first film because. Rocky IV was her next film. Came out the same year, and then Cobra. Yeah, I think the last thing I saw her in the theater it was um, what Creed Two. Um, right. Yeah, I saw all her first one. I actually have read Sonya. Shout out to Brian. He uh, sent me the Blu-ray uh, for it. I haven't watched it yet. Um, guess the next thing she's in is the Guardians of Justice. We'll save you. I don't even know what that is. Um, but yeah, Red Sonia fits in with, uh, you know, Conan, and it was just like he was the go-to that whole sword and sandal, so they say, you know. <laughs> they were supposed to remake it. Robert Rodriguez was supposed to remake it, and uh, Rose McGowan was going to be Red Sonia. That's they, right. They yeah. were hyping it up at Comic Con. They had posters. Yep. She did a signing. They had T-shirts. That's right. Yeah. We never saw, never seen it. I don't even think it, they made it. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be cool if they made it, but it's actually kind of even cooler that uh, you have that, you know, that because uh, you you did that signing. I remember, right? Um, I didn't get anything they signed. They both signed my um, oh. uh, Planet Terror steelbook. <laughs> oh, so, damn! You should have got a poster. I got, of I got a T-shirt. That never happened. I got a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere, but yeah, I read Sonya. I remember he was hardly in it, so yeah, from what I remember, he's right, he's this, big on the poster. Yeah, he's <laughs> like right there. I mean, you had to put him on there to to sell it. 
So yeah, especially after uh, Conan, I mean that's the whole idea, really. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. sorry about the screaming kids. I don't know what's going on out there. But uh, all right, this next one, I need to rewatch it. I mean, I I liked it. I mean, I saw it in the theater, and this was um 2002's Collateral Damage. Um, hold on. I don't know, something happened out there. <laughs> but collateral damage. After his family is killed by a terrorist act, a firefighter goes in search of uh, the one responsible. All right. I remember this was supposed to come out in 2001, but it was like right around That's the time right. 9 11 yep. happened. I remember. And they kind of. You remember that. And it then back. it got bumped. Yep. Yeah. Um,. Okay, yeah, Cliff Curtis was the uh, was the the terrorist in this one. Uh, it was Arnold, uh, John Leguizamo, and Francis Neary, and uh, what's his nuts, Casey Jones, Elias Cotes, or whatever. John Turturro's even in this. I'm gonna have to rewatch it. I know I have it, but um, I don't remember. I remember the end when when he killed the terrorists. Uh, spoiler right. alert! But. Ah. Uh, you knew that. That's <laughs> yeah, the, not a spoiler, really. <laughs> the rest of it, I, I I don't really remember. I have to rewatch it. But all right, moving on. Um, this one I enjoyed. I thought it was an awesome film. Um, it was during right after uh, my son had passed, and and I just needed to go to the movies. And uh, this was um, 2013's uh, The Last Stand. I remember he was a uh, a sheriff, and oh, I was yeah. Johnny Knoxville was yeah Johnny Knoxville was in this one too. Um, I only saw it the one time in the theater, but I did like it because it was uh, Arnold was starting to do action movies again. I mean, he was still doing them, but he was like he was gone for a while, and then when he came back, uh, the leader of a drug cartel busts out uh, of a courthouse and speeds into the Mexican border where. The only thing in his path is a sheriff and his inexperienced staff. Uh, it was kind of like action comedy. I, when, when you say yep. comedy, it's just because Johnny Knoxville was in it. Right. But uh, from what I remember, I, I did enjoy this film. Yep. I saw this in the theater and you maybe you wouldn't be surprised, but I did watch it again recently. I saw it streaming somewhere and threw it on. And yeah, it, to me, it stood up. Like I was like, this is a this is a great film. I'd probably have this even higher in the rankings than where it's at. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to rewatch it again. But I I, I liked it. I mean, it, yep. it was good. It's it was good. good. It was a good shoot 'em up Arnold movie. But yep. All right, next uh, 28 um, 1986's Raw Deal. A former oh, yeah. FBI agent turned small uh, turned small town sheriff agrees to help the FBI chief and infiltrate the Chicago mafia when the FBI chief's son is killed by them. Um, we just uh, when we started uh, the action returns, Brian and I covered this one, and um, this was one of those Arnold movies that really didn't um, hit. I mean, it hit the opening weekend, but then it kind of just like eh, fizzled out. Yeah. Because not a lot of people really talk about this Arnold film. Right. I feel like every time I watch Predator and Commando, which is a lot, 
uh, every time I catch those on streaming, it then rec- it recommends me, do you want to watch Raw Deal? So I was thrown it on a few times recently after Commando or Predator, and it just never stands up to me. To me, I don't know what else is to come, but this one would definitely be behind uh, Last Stand for me. Um, Raw Deal's okay, but it's definitely not my favorite. It, it, this this one this is when Arnold was like on fire. Yeah, uh, we we just had Commando, uh, the, and then the the next year we got uh, Raw Deal, and then and right after that Predator. So right. this was sandwiched in between two awesome films. Two, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, we all went and saw it because it was Arnold, but it was just. I mean, every movie you you get make doesn't doesn't hit. So, but no, it, it was no. just yeah. And even um, when I keep trying, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. <laughs> I enjoy the film, but this is probably one of those ones that I like. If I get to it, it's like eh. If there's absolutely no other Arnold movies on, I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. But all right, the next one. I love his performance in this. The movie's stupid and goofy, but this is 1997's Batman and Robin. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Freeze, chills, and all that craziness. <laughs> uh, we're not getting this Mr. Freeze in the next Batman movie. I know we're. I think we're getting uh, Mr. Freeze, but not. Sounds like that's what they. That's what the director wants. Yeah, not not Arnold uh, Freeze. So, but he's goofy. I mean, he. Did what he was doing. I mean, he did his sure. part. I mean, he he got in there and sold his performance as as Mister Freeze. Was it uh, the best Batman movie? No, um, but this was sandwiched between Jingle All the Way and End of Days. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow! Jingle All the Way was ninety six. This was ninety seven, and then End of Days was ninety nine. But hey, again, he, he, they all can't be winners. But I enjoyed his performance. Out of everybody in this film. I liked Arnold the best. Right, right. All right, moving down the line. I liked this film. I know a lot of people didn't, but this is Terminator Genesis. This was, um, well, no, the last one was a uh, Dark Fate. But this was the one when it was um, bringing back, uh, what's her face? Um, uh, Sarah Connor, but it wasn't uh, Linda Hamilton. It was, uh, what's her name? Queen of the Dragons. Or um, uh, Amelia Clark. She played Sarah Connor. And uh, the, they had went back in time and and then she went forward in time and all this uh, craziness and, and I, from what I remember. But I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was, an, it was another um, Terminator Arnold movie. So it was one of those ones where he was young in the beginning, and then he was old because when they went forward in time, <laughs> and, and he was still alive. But yeah, um, these these Terminator movies were all over the place. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. Yeah, for me, pretty much it's T one, T two, and then I know even just pretty much everybody crosses everything off after that. For me, I actually really did like uh, the most recent one, Dark Fate. So I liked all of them. I even liked Rise of the Machines. I mean, that one, it was it was decent. I mean... They like Salvation? All, was that the one with um, Batman? Yeah. yeah. 
ah, I was more excited when they announced it at Comic Con and what right. we saw, but then when I saw the movie, I was kind of like, yeah, yeah. And I don't then, know, like the Arnold, this Arnold CGI in that is shockingly bad. Like, and they they thought it was going to be awesome and people were going to be blown away. To me, it's worse than like the 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 T two, which like. That's a like what almost twenty year, fifteen years before like T two, the T one thousand that sold me more and sells me more than what Arnold looked like in Salvation. That was so bad. Yeah, I remember. I remember going, "Whoa, it was Arnold!" But then I was, "Wait a minute, this CGI looks terrible." Terrible. <laughs> um, really quick, everyone. Um. I love Terminator. Period. I mean, um, but the the thing that always threw my that just kind of drives me crazy when new ones come out. Um, they undo everything all the time. No, no, the the actual Terminator mold. They mold them from the original one, from the first one, the T one hundred one. One hundred. Yeah, that one. They don't. He didn't have the spiky hair. And then when he, he comes back, because um, supposedly they had sent, uh, the, as the storyline goes, <laughs> the same Terminator again. And then, like in T2 when he shows up, he's got the spiked hair and everything already. Right. I'm like, what did they do? Did they spike his hair and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then send him? I don't know. That, that always bugged me. It still bugged right. me. It bugged me right. when I first saw T2. And I was like, ah, uh, because in the first one he came back and he had the just, excuse me, a normal kind of hairstyle. And when he jumped through the fire uh, after that um, shootout in the dance club in the first film, because he ran, jumped through the fire. That's when he burned off his eyebrows and everything. He jumped on the car and he punched his hand through the windshield. That's when his hair got all burnt and he got all frizzy. Right. And then every time, every movie since then that has Arnold in it. That model comes back and his hair's also. I'm like, <laughs> just just a rant. Nothing. It didn't got nothing to do with storyline. Right. Again, that storyline is all over the place. But all right. Anyway. All right. Um, going to 2015. This is a film that I didn't know. It, none. A lot of these films didn't even make the theater. But this one was Maggie. Uh, a teenage girl in the Midwest becomes infected by an outbreak of a disease that slowly turns the infected into cannibalistic zombies. During her transformation, her loving father stays by her side. Did you see this one? I remember you talking about it, saying it was good, but also it was rough and kind of sad. And that always made me pause from ever actually turning it on. <laughs> it's a good movie. I own it. Um, right. it, it, it is sad. But it, this was, um, I mean, Arnold can't be the action star that we grew up with. Um, and, he, and you just got to base it, his performances on his acting. And yeah, he was really, it, it was more of a drama. I mean, it's labeled horror uh, just because zombies are in it. I mean, there, there was an outbreak, but there wasn't like all kinds of zombie action trying to get him and his daughter. It was just his daughter slowly turning into one slowly dying and turning into one so but it was it was a good movie i liked it it was it was really slow 
It was only an hour and a half, but it felt like 10 hours because it was just a slow drama. But I liked what was going on in it. And the ending was sad <laughs> when uh, I don't want to spoil it, but it was sad at the end. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough that I bought it. So, but yeah, if you ever just I guess you're going to be in the mood to watch a depressing film but anyway right, uh, yeah. for those of you that have seen it you know what it is but I mean if I'm selling it was it was worth watching I mean and I loved it yes it was an Arnold movie and uh, what's her name was in it um, Little Miss Sunshine uh, Abigail Breslin she was uh, the, the daughter um, I, I enjoyed this film so uh, with that moving on um, this one I saw once, but I do not remember it at all. This is a 1976's Stay Hungry. Um, let me see. Stay Hungry. A uh, so-called special agent infiltrates into a gym, which is his, uh, which is targeted by a dirty business fraud. All right. Uh, if you got an appetite for real life, stay hungry. All right, I guess that's why you you get Arnold to be uh, the strong guy. But the stars of this film was Jeff, Jeff Bridges, Bridges, Sally Field, <laughs> R.G. R.G. Armstrong, uh, Freddy Krueger, uh, Robert England, um, Scatman Crothers, and a bunch of other people. Again, I don't remember this movie at all. I, I don't even know. I, I assume Arnold's in it. For the bodybuilding scenes, and I don't think he is uh, the main focus on it. I mean, you got Jeff Bridges and Sally Field. I mean, so I don't know. Two did Jeff Bridges? Jeff Bridges win Academy Award? Did he win Academy Award for um, what was that remake? Uh, yeah, did he win for that? Uh, let's see. Uh. Nominee for uh, Hell or High Water, nominee for True Grit, but he won for Crazy Heart in 2000. Ah, okay, yeah, okay, that's the movie I was thinking of. All right. So he's Academy, got two Academy Award winners in this. But uh, yeah, again, uh, you want to watch Stay Hungry, it's on Pluto TV, which is one of those free TV streamers. You just got to put up with the commercials. Have you seen this one? I haven't. All right. Well, I, I don't remember much of it to to go off of, but um, he is not the main star, so you can figure that he's he's limited in this. All right. Uh, twenty three, two thousand three's Terminator: Rise of the Machines. Um, I liked it. it was it the greatest Terminator movie ever made? No, <laughs> but. Uh, it was cool to get um, another Terminator film. Uh, a machine from the post-apocalyptic future travels back in time to protect a man and a woman from an advanced robotic assassin to ensure they both survive a nuclear war or nuclear attack. Uh, of course, Arnold uh, Nick Stahl played John Connor in this one. Uh, I believe uh, Eddie Furlong was dealing with some substance abuse and they just couldn't get him. To do it, because I know I want to say that he was gonna do it, but then he was just living the Hollywood life and got away with him. Uh, the beautiful Claire Danes, she played Kate Brewster, and this chick I'd seen her in this and maybe a couple other movies. She did that one Blood Rain movie, which I liked. Uh, Chris, Christina, Christana Loken, she was the the TX, 
basically a more advanced um, T-1000 because um, she was able to do, get into she was like a liquid terminator but she was able to get into other uh, machinery and programs and vehicles and all that and was able to control it um, it had its action was this one PG-13 always rated R the action was cool I liked it uh, the, the shootout at the end and everything when they went and uh, took over uh, uh, Cybernet system not Cybernet no uh, Skynet took over and all that. Um, I thought she was cool as a Terminator. The CGI wasn't the greatest. I mean, Arnold was who who he was. Um, but I enjoyed this one. What did you think of this one? Is this the one with Hawk Hill in the, the Bay Area, or is that uh... no? That was Genesis. Oh, okay, that's what I was. I was going to say it was either this or that. Oh yeah, that's right. Because uh, the the Jason Clark. Like, yeah. He was uh, John Connor was the bad guy in that one. Right, right. The future John Connor. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it wasn't even really, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's erased. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the picture they have here is Arnold when he comes out of the strip club, and he's got the um, the, the the stripper guy's glasses on. They look like those um, Elton John star. Shades. <laughs> the part of, I loved it at the beginning when he rolls in into the club. It's a um, uh, a strip club and it's uh, male strippers and all the ladies are in there hooting and hollering. And the guy on stage is Arnold's build because he scans them and he's wearing a leather jacket and the leather pants and all that. He goes up and uh, I need your your jacket and your clothes or whatever the hell he says. And the guy dancing uh, is a gay gentleman and he turns around. Talk to the hand. <laughs> Arnold uses that, that line later. It was stupid, but it, it, it makes me laugh. But anyway, yeah, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Ah, getting on to the, into the good old 80s again. This was, um, uh, 90, was it 1984 when this one came out? Uh, no, 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 no. It was okay. Nineteen eighty. Okay, uh, Conan the Barbarian was eighty two. This was nineteen eighty four's Conan the Destroyer. Destroyer. Yeah. Uh, I seen Barbarian twice in the theater because when once it was over, oh man, we gotta watch it again. So we stuck around and watched it again. This one I think I'd seen over multiple multiple times uh, in the theater because I saw it when it was brand new. We saw it the weekend it came out, and then it we started seeing other new films and they always threw this as the second film. Uh, Conan the Destroyer. Conan leads a ragtag group of adventurers on a quest for a princess. All right. I got some reading to do because these are the days of the posters with the giant paragraphs. The most powerful legend of all is back in a new adventure somewhere deep inside the mysterious uh, Phantom City lies the fairy temple of Jade, concealed within an ancient chambers as a supreme instrument of life and death. The mystic horn of Dagoth or Dagoth or whatever. Uh, only one man, Conan, is the power to recover it. But first, Conan and his band of warriors must battle hostile enemies across treacherous kingdoms and challenge the, the sorcery of an evil queen. It is Conan's greatest challenge. For he cannot cap. For if he cannot capture the horn in time, the world will be plun- plunged. Uh, the world will be plunged into eternal darkness. 
Yeah, they don't uh, they don't make posters like this anymore. Um, but uh, this one I enjoyed. Uh, the Arnold, uh, Grace Jones. Uh, is this guy in the the NBA Hall of Fame? Wilt Chamberlain. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I know. I know he's in the only the guy Smash- to ever score hundred points. I know he's uh, in the Smashers. Hall of Fame, uh, for those yeah. of you who know. <laughs> Olivia de, de Abo, she was Princess uh, Jenna. I just remember her from uh, Wonder Years. Uh, Mako, he was the wizard. He he, he was the same thing in uh, Conan the Barbarian, but I he wasn't the same character as from Conan the Barbarian. Uh, Tracy Walter as Malik. He was my favorite in this uh Sarah Douglas, she was the queen, and then a bunch of other people. And uh, the legendary great Andre the Giant, he was uh, that monster Dagoth or whatever, that big gorilla-looking monster with a cape that Arnold had to fight. Um, I did, it wasn't as awesome as the Conan the Barbarian because this one was PG. I think they were trying to reach more more of a, a kid audience uh, with this one. Um, but I enjoyed it. I mean, I still... Get enjoyment when I watch this one. Did you see this one in the theater? Not in the theater, but I saw both of them a lot <laughs> back then. So, yeah. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, Arnold Conan. Um, they were supposed to make another one, um, but they, they never did. But then lately there's been more rumors of them wanting to do another one with Conan, with Arnold, but like a the older adventures, obviously he'll probably have some young uh, hardcore yeah. sidekick. I mean, I'd, I'd be yep. happy if they got what's his name to, to be in that one, but not be Conan. Um, Aquaman. Um, Jason Momoa. Did you see that one? Um, that Conan the remake? Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. That's... Uh, it's so forgettable, though. 2011. I yeah. Now I totally remember it. I saw that in the theaters, but yeah, I pretty much erased it from memory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see anything. I saw it when it came on cable, but yeah, it, it was what it was. Um, yeah, uh, check that one out if you guys want. All right, this next one, I loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I saw it a few times in the theater, but this is 2014's uh, Sabotage. Um, where is it? Okay, here it is. Um, this was another one of those when he was uh, he had a whole bunch of dudes in it in his team. Uh, members of an elite DEA task force find themselves being taken down one by one after they rob a drug cartel safe house. Uh, let's start. Uh, Arnold, um, Sam Worthington, uh, Olivia Williams, Terrence Howard, Joe Manganello, um, Josh Holloway. The hell was his name in Lost Sawyer, uh, and a bunch of other people in this one. Um, I remember uh, they did Sawyer dirty in this one because uh, when they caught him, they like nailed him to the roof or to the ceiling uh, of this thing when the windows the, the drug cartel guys caught up with him. Um, I like this film. Did you see this one? Which one was it again? Sabotage. Came out twenty fourteen. Pretty sure I did, but let me make sure. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw this one. Yeah, this one was good. Yeah, I liked it. I thought this one was awesome. I think this came out right after. Uh, uh, 
on no escape plan. What was after uh, Last Stand? But it looks like escape plan was in uh, between those. Yeah. Last Stand, then escape plan, and then he did Sabotage. Yeah. It's I'm funny sure to escape. look at the uh, IMDb for Sabotage because you've got the cast and, you know, has the character names. Arnold was John Breacher Wharton. Sam Worthington was James Monster Murray, and Terrence Howard was Julius Sugar Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe Manganolo was Joe Grinder Phillips. Josh Holloway was Eddie Neck Jordan. Max Martini was Tom Pyro Roberts. Kevin Nance, Bryce Tripod McNeely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man well i'll have to rewatch that i haven't seen that now i want to watch it just for the names yeah <laughs> is it is it streaming anywhere i didn't even notice it is on netflix all right well we're all right we're gonna do a rewind everyone we'll have to watch it all right uh moving down the list number 20 this is uh this came out in 2017 uh i don't think it made it to the theater but if you have hbo max it is on there, and this is Aftermath. Two strangers' lives become inextricably bound. I, I don't know. I, can't, I didn't say that word right. Anyway, bound together after a, a devastating plane crash. Oh, this one was was brutal. Um, from what I understand, it was based on a, uh, a true story. Uh, this was uh, Arnold's. Uh, it was a drama. It was a straight drama. Uh, Arnold's uh, wife and daughter die in a plane crash, and the other dude, uh, it was a um, um, a tra- flight controller guy. Um, it, it it wasn't his fault, from what I remember, uh, that that the plane crashed, like two planes crashed into each other, but. It was dealing with the aftermath of that of Arnold losing his his family and um, this guy dealing with uh, him having getting taken blame for this plane crash. Um, I don't really remember how it ended, but I, I remember that that was what was going on because the part that, the part that got me was um, when Arnold went to the plane crash because he 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 just had to see it for himself and he. Um, picked up uh, one of the little fluorescent jackets or whatever and put it on and just went out there, acted like he belonged there, and he found his daughter. I was like, oh, my God. They, they Did you just see him sitting there holding her, and he was crying? And I was like, I, I cried during that. But, I mean, this it was pretty good. I mean, Arnold, again, he can't be action uh, his whole life. I'm sure he's way up there in age. But um, I thought he did a really good job in as a as a dramatic actor in this. So I, I really enjoyed this film. I, I also have this in the collection. Again, it's streaming on HBO Max. Uh, if you guys haven't seen this, did you see this one? I didn't. But this is also another one. I remember when you talked about it on the pod and talked about how tough a watch it was. So that always kind of halted me from uh, pressing play on this one. Well, you need to do a double feature. Watch Maggie, then watch this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, I had those in mind that we were going to eventually talk about both of those on these. I, I figured they were going to come up. <laughs> yep. All right, moving down the list. Um, we also did this over on the Action Returns. 
Um, I love this one. I hated uh, Arnold's accent in it, but this is 1987's uh, Red Heat. Um, he played <laughs> the Ivan Donko. Uh, he was a, a, a Russian cop, and uh, Jim Belushi was uh, the American guy. This all took place in Chicago. A, a tough Russian policeman is forced to partner up with a cocky Chicago police detective when he is sent to Chicago to apprehend a... Georgian drug lord, I think I think that's how you say it, who killed his partner and fled the country. Uh, the bad guy in this one was Edo Ross. He was Victor Rostovoli, I think that's how you say it. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne was in this. Uh, the late and great Peter Doyle, uh, the beautiful Gina Gershon, and uh, a bunch of other people and a lot of those, oh, that guy type of uh, roles. But um, I liked it. It was an action comedy, a um, little more action. But it, it, of course, it was comedy because of, of Jim Belushi in it. But it was good. Did you see this one? I did, but it's definitely not one I've uh, revisited that much. I want to say this was the very first 4K film that I bought. Wow. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm so, well. I think minus the how. Best Buy horns you into buying the steel books. They're all for I never would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> but I bought this one like that and not of the, yeah, this was my very first 4K that wasn't in steel book form because it was only like 12 bucks at Walmart. Plus it came with the Blu ray too. So I'll give it to me. But I like this film, Red Heat. It is, is it streaming anywhere? I clicked away from it. Um, it doesn't look like it. Well, I don't know. Let's see. More watch options. Uh, you can rent it on Prime for five ninety nine. But all right, this one I thought it was gonna be Twins Two because of uh, Danny DeVito. Uh, he hooked up with um, uh, Arnold again, and this is a nineteen ninety four's Junior. Um, mm, yeah. As, as part of a fertility research project, a male scientist agrees to carry a pregnancy in his own body. Uh, yeah, this one was, uh, it was very forgettable. I mean, I, this I one, yeah, is way down. This is, can't believe it's this high. This yeah. Is, throw this one way down. The yeah, this would have been in the 40s. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, they filmed this up the street. When I was living in Berkeley, when my wife was uh, going to Cal, they filmed this up the street uh, on, the, on the campus. Or not on campus, but right across the street on... Bancroft, Bancroft or Hearst? I can't remember what street it was. Uh, I didn't see Arnold, but I, I saw Danny DeVito because we were walking around. They saw all these lights. It was at night, and I'm like, "What are you doing here?" So I walked over and looked, and they were filming this film. Um, someone said, "Oh, it's Twins too," because Danny DeVito was in it. And then right. they were saying, "Yeah, they were saying, yeah, Arnold's in this too," but Arnold wasn't in the scene. Uh, Danny DeVito was walking out of um, this building. And I saw him. That was about it. So, oh, cool. Then we just left. But, yeah, this one, eh, I don't even remember much of it. I just remember it not being. It was, it was a stupid premise. I don't know how much Arnold got paid for it, but um, maybe this is one of those for the paycheck. I don't know. But, yeah, Junior. Um, one of his, next- uh, it's funny to see DeVito back here because he has like two looks in my mind, like the way he looks in junior, like that era, and then how he looks as Frank and Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
He's awesome, Miss Frank. I need. To, is that show still going? Yeah, it just keeps going and going. It became the longest running, uh, like, uh, cable comedy of all time. All right, I, I'm, I don't even remember the last season I watched, but all right. Uh, this next one, this is number seventeen. This is came out in 2000. Uh, 2000. Uh, this is the PG thirteen Arnold. I love this movie. This movie is awesome, and this is the sixth day. A man meets a clone of himself and stumbles into a grand conspiracy about clones taking over the world. Um, the start Arnold, uh, uh, White Mike, aka uh, the Gringo Mandingo, uh, Michael Rappaport. Uh, check out uh, I Am Rappaport podcast. Um, Tony Goldwyn, he's always the bad guy in everything, and he's a bad guy in this. Uh, Michael Rooker, Wendy Crewson, Sarah Win- Winter, uh, Terry Crews, uh, Academy Award winner Robert Duvall, and a bunch of other people. All right. Uh, I love this film. Did you see this one? I did. Um, thought it was all right. Maybe I need to revisit it. Uh- Sounds like you're you're more high on it than I am. <laughs> oh yeah, I love this movie. This movie was awesome. Uh, I, w- I was like, when I went and seen it, I was like, PG thirteen. This movie's gonna be garbage. No, this movie was hella good. If it was R, it would have been better. But I, I love this film. Not dealing with clones and everything. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you. You guys haven't seen it, but yeah, it was good. Arnold had to play dual du- dual roles in this. But with that being said, ah uh, the. When the two the two Arnolds are on the screen together at once, it looked horrible. But it was still an awesome film. All right, moving on down the list. Um, this was one of those films. I loved it. Uh, I thought it was good. This film came out in 1996, and this is Eraser. <sighs> Damn, I lost yeah. it. Um, I just remember those big guns. Uh, that was kind of one of the main focal points of this film. Oh yeah. Uh, a witness protection specialist becomes a suspicious becomes suspicious of his coworkers when dealing with a case involving a high tech we- high tech weapons. Yeah, okay, this is the one with the big giant guns. Uh, Arnold, uh, the beautiful Vanessa Williams, uh, James Kahn, James Coburn, um, Robert Pastroli, um, a bunch of James Cromwell, a bunch of other people. Um, this one was good. I mean, I love Vanessa Williams. Just I just love always loved her. <laughs> but uh, this one was pretty good. This is rated R Arnold. Um, it says you can watch it us on if you have the TBS app. I have it on Blu-ray because I, I love this film. Um, sounds like you weren't a fan of this one. Yeah, it's another one of those uh, like raw deals for me that when I have on another Arnold film, it'll often recommend me this. And I've thrown it on a few times and just doesn't it just doesn't grab me. And probably. I guess why this is happening is, uh, yeah, of course it's not commando. It's not predator. <laughs> and I held those, I hold the hold those films in such high esteem. I want to keep it going. And then I get raw deal and a racer and I'm like, eh. <laughs> well, I'll throw this on before raw deal. <laughs> so. Right. Right. Oh yeah. No, I'm with you there. Um, I just love Vanessa Williams and yeah, it's a, a double. I'll watch it before a raw deal. Uh, moving down the list, number 15. This one came out in 1979. I remember seeing it in the drive-in, but at this point, I kind of knew who Arnold was. Oh, no, 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 wait. I did know who Arnold was in this one, but um, my dad went and seen it because he loves Kirk Douglas. 
And uh, it was just a bonus that Arnold was in it. And this is 1979's The Villain. Uh, facing hanging, a bank robber makes a deal with the corrupt banker to avoid execution in exchange for a dirty assignment. Um, Kurt Douglas was Cactus Jack. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was Handsome Stranger. He, he was the, the guy that was protecting Anne Margaret. Uh, she was Charming Jones. Uh, Cactus Jack was supposed to kill uh, Charming Jones. And it just, this was a comedy, a Western comedy, uh, a racist one with. White people playing Indians, uh, natives, Native Americans. I laugh at it. Some people can't laugh at that stuff, but <laughs> yeah, it was what it was. Uh, Paul uh, Lindy was a nervous elk. He he was the 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 native guy in it, and it, it was just goofy comedy. But um, I love Kirk Douglas. I thought he was hilarious in this. He he was the villain in it. Um, the movie's the movie is goofy. Uh, directed by Hal Needham. And uh, yeah, uh, let me see. What does it say? Uh, the fastest fun in the West, the villain. Um, did you see this one? No, no, I haven't. It's interesting to see uh, the critics on this one. The Metascore is a low 22, only seven critics. But uh, yeah, it's all in the red. It's all bad. High of uh, 30, a low of 20. But then you go down to the user reviews and it's six incredibly stupid fun. Dudley Do Right versus Wiley E. Coyote for Jessica Rabbit. Kirk Douglas, rest in peace. An amusing and hilarious western that is sort of a live action equivalent. Hilarious. So, uh, I guess it has its audience. <laughs> it's funny. It's like um, Kirk Douglas is just trying to do all these things to kill to kill both of them, but they it always backfires. Like they're right, uh, they're riding in like a uh, a wagon and a horse and Arnold's uh, with Anne Margaret and Kurt Douglas is trying to set all these crazy traps and none of them ever work. Like he'll set a trap, but they'll roll right over it. And then he goes over, walks over to it, jumps up and down and then it springs on him. It, it was just dumb comedy like that. It's stupid, but I loved it. This film, I thought it was hilarious. Made me laugh when I was a kid. Uh, all right. Moving on, this is number 14, going to 2019. We already talked about a few of these films already. I'm sure we'll talk about the other, the next two. But this is 2019's Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Uh, I picked up the steelbook. I got the steelbook, and I think it, no, I unwrapped it. <laughs> but I have not watched this again. Um it's 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 right there. It's probably I'd rank it this probably third in the Terminator films. I'd put it that high. I really start. I'll have to watch it again because I like to Rise of the Machines. Um, but I don't know. And, uh, and augmented human and and Sarah Connor must stop to stop an advanced liquid Terminator from hunting down a young girl whose fate is critical to the human race. This is directed by Tim Miller. Uh, returning is Sarah Connor, Linda Hamilton, Arnold, of course, Mackenzie Davis, uh, Natalia Reyes. Uh, shout out to Gabriel Luna. I met him uh, the day they did the, the Terminator Dark Fate panel at Comic-Con. Uh, he was walking up the street with, I think it was his mom. And uh, either people just didn't know who he was. I wouldn't have noticed him. And then I heard his mom go, oh, he's in the new Terminator because they were walking behind me. And I turned around and looked and I said, whoa, that's Gabriel Luna. So he took a picture with some girls and then him and his mom were walking. I think it was his mom. Uh, we're walking along and uh, 
he stopped to take a picture with someone else and his whoever the older woman was. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was his mom, but don't, don't quote me. But anyway, I said, oh, I said, that he, I, I said, did you see the movie yet to her? She's like, no, we haven't seen it yet. And she goes, I was in the panel. And I went, oh, okay. As I said, is it cool? And she goes, yeah, yeah, he likes it. So when he came by, oh, hey, how you doing? Because she went, oh, he wants to take a picture too. And he went, yeah, sure. He was really nice. And I just talked to him for a little bit. Um, this is the only thing I've seen him in. <laughs> so, but uh, he, he was really cool. But the film, I need to watch it again. I, I have it. Um, the only thing I really remember was the beginning um, when John Connor gets killed. Spoiler alert. And it, it was... Eddie Furlong is is in the credits, but it was CGI. Yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't Fur- bad, though. It wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah it was no uh, Terminator Genesis, but uh, or not Genesis, um, Salvation. Right. But yeah, I mean, it, it was his likeness. It 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 looked how he looked in um, T two. So it was Pretty like right, right after that. Pretty good. Yeah. They did. A, they did a good job on that. I like. I said. I high marks on uh, Dark Fate. Like, like I said, I put it all the way up right after uh, Terminator and T two. <laughs> all right. After we watch it. Um. All right. Going back to to the good old eighties, nineteen eighty eight. Uh, Arnold and Danny DeVito, twins. I love this movie. This movie's hilarious. Uh, I just recently watched it. It was on one of these channels, and I went, hey, I haven't seen Twins in forever, so I checked it out. Uh, twins, a physically perfect and ancient, an innocent, a physically perfect but innocent man goes in search of his long-lost twin brother, who is short, a womanizer, and small-time crook. Uh, directed by the late and great Ivan Reitman, uh, again, Arnold and Danny, uh, the beautiful Kelly Preston, rest in peace, uh, Chloe Webb, um, who else was in this? David Caruso was in it for like a second, and a bunch of other people. Um, I love this film. I saw this in the theater. At first, I was like, Arnold's doing comedy again, but I was like, all right, whatever. Uh, so I went and saw it, and I was just completely shocked and uh, on how awesome this film was. Did you see this one in the theater? I did, and I remember um, that time uh, in the Bay Area, how hype this film was, and especially for the age I was, and in school, and I felt like everybody was talking about this all the time, you know, so it was definitely one of the the movies. (laughs) (laughs) The part that there was a couple, well, a lot of parts made me laugh, but the parts that I remember is um, in the beginning when it was at montage when Jules, uh, Arnold's character, is walking along Hollywood. He walks up and there's a big old giant poster of um, Stallone from uh, Rambo 3. And he looks at it and Stallone's standing there with his uh, black tank top on. Arnold reaches, he looks at his arm that he reaches and touches his arm and Arnold's arm way bigger than Sly's and then he just kind of waves him off and smiles and walks away. The other part that made me laugh is... Uh, after uh, Kelly Preston uh, uh, broke him in, uh, after uh, she smashed him uh, in the hotel room, they so they said so they show them both laying there, and uh, they see her. She's like just smiling, but then the camera goes over to Jules, and he's got this big giant smile on his face because he had never done it before. But those are the parts I remember. Uh, it, it was a hilarious film. Um, 
I guess you could just rent it on uh, Amazon. But all right, uh, going down to 2013 in the number 12 spot. This is Escape Plan. Um, I only seen this once, really. I have it, but I never, re- I never rewatched it. Uh, I saw it at um, the Universal City Walk, and I remember paying fifteen dollars to see this and going fifteen dollars for a movie. But now it's like the normal, especially when you go to like IMAX and stuff like that. But anyway, a uh, when a structural security authority finds himself set up and intercepted in the world's most secret and secure prison, he has he has to use his skills to escape uh, with the help from the inside. Um, this was Stallone's movie, Arnold artist, Sylvester Stallone. Arnold was the the co-star, but they were both billed. I mean, Stallone was was top billing, but they're both uh, labeled in this one. I didn't see any of the sequels because um, that Stallone on the on the boxes or the DVD boxes or Blu-ray boxes, and but they say he's hardly in them. But anyway. Uh, 50 Cent was in this as well. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, Jim Krizel, I think that's his name, and a bunch of other people are in this one. Um, I liked it. Did you yeah. see this one? I did, and I liked it too. Yeah, it's good. I, thought- um, I always actually wanted to check out the other ones, even if they aren't as, you know, high quality. I always had an interest, but uh, I haven't seen the uh, escape plan follow-ups. They got Escape Plan 2, Hades, with it looks like uh, Batista. Batista. yeah. And then uh, The Extractors, Escape Plan, The Extractors. Also, uh, Stallone, Batista, 50 Cent is in that one, too. <laughs> I, I never saw the <laughs> after the first one. I mean, are they, are they streaming anywhere? I uh, the Escape Plan original is on Cinemax. Two is on Tubi, so one of those free ones. And then the Extractors is uh on Prime. So. Hmm. I'll have to find both of them, but. Yeah. Got Prime, Tubi. Uh, it's just uh, the commercials. Commercials, can. right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, number eleven, nineteen uh, nineties kindergarten cop. A tough cop must pose as a kindergarten teacher in order to locate a dangerous criminal's ex-wife. When wait, who may hold the key to putting him behind bars? Directed by Ivan Reitman. Um, this one was funny. His uh, comedy Arnold, and then he was starting to get all kid friendly in this one. Yeah. Um, uh, Buddy Ravel, uh, Richard Tyson, he was the bad guy in this one. I remember Linda Hunt was the uh, principal. Pamela Reed was a, she was a cop. She was she was supposed to be the the teacher to go undercover in this school, but then she got sick, so Arnold had to take her place. Um, Penelope Ann Miller was Joyce. She was the one that uh, Buddy Ravel, he, uh, R- Richard Tyson. His name was Crisp in this, but he's only Buddy Ravel to me. If you guys have seen. Three o'clock high, um, but yeah, this one was funny. Uh, the one that really stood out to me was um, what's his name, uh, Gage from uh, Pet Cemetery. Um, was it Migo Hughes? Is that his name? 
He was the one that says, uh, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. <laughs> he was the one that uh, stood out to me in this, in this film. There was a bunch of other little kids, but uh, it was what it was. I didn't see this in a the theater. I actually saw this at, um, in a, we were in a hotel in Albuquerque, and my friends wanted to watch a movie, and they rented this one in the hotel. I remember like going, eh, eh, it was funny. I haven't seen this in a while. It's on Stars if you have Stars. You see it yeah. in the theater? I did. This was another one. It was uh, the buzz of, uh, so we're, we're in 90, so I'm 11 years old. So, yeah, like uh, my age group was really buzzing about this. And even beyond that, I would dare to say uh, as much as I have other movies and I have such love, it's like I keep mentioning Commando and Predator. Obviously, that's very high, probably the top of my list for me. But I would say Kindergarten Hop has probably one of his most quoted lines of all time. Maybe he's one of his most famous lines of all time, you know? Who's your daddy and what does he do? It's something I remember. No, it's not a tumor. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all I remember was that one that just said, and boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. That's the only ones I remember. Yeah, and no, it's, everybody. It's not a tumor. Oh, when he yelled at all the kids and they all started crying. And they, yeah. they were calling they were calling him a giant. <laughs> but all right. All right. Uh, number 10. It's not listed in his IMDb, and I have no idea why, but this is 1977's Pumping Iron. It was just a documentary oh, on yeah. bodybuilding. So, yeah, Pumping Iron. The one when he was smoking weed in it, but he said he didn't inhale like um, former, <laughs> former President Clinton. But anyway, all right. Uh, number nine, 1987's The Running Man. Did we ever do this one for anything? Uh, no, but. Uh... I definitely wouldn't mind it. This is up there for me. I put it down for a, a commentary. Well, yeah, we'll have to do it. No <laughs> so, doubt. I'm ready. The, the Running Man, awesome film. I, I love this movie. It, it was just this was uh, the Arnold. He played Ben Richards. It was based off of uh, based off of Stephen King's uh, book, but it had, they just totally changed it. It had nothing to do. With uh, the way I assume from this was from what my buddy said the um, the Stephen King story mainly just title a dystopian America a falsely convicted policeman gets his shot at freedom when he must forcibly participate in a TV game show where convicts runners must battle killers for for their freedom Arnold uh, Maria Conchita Alonzo Yafet Cotto Marvin J McIntyre. Uh, Richard Dawson, uh, Elin Van Liedith, he was Dynamo, uh, Jim Brown was Fireball, uh, Gus Rethin, I can't remember, I can't pronounce something which, he was the buzzsaw, and uh, what's his name, Professor Toro Tanaka was Sub-Zero, now just plain Zero, uh, and uh, <laughs> Dweezil Zappa was in this and a bunch of other people. All right, this one. It was just one line after one line in this with Arnold. I mean, they really went for it yep. in this one. Over uh, the top. And I love it. I love yeah, it. it too. Oh, man. It, it, it was it's just goofy, Arnold. But it, it was good. I did love this movie. I thought uh, we saw this one. Uh, uh, shout out to Mike's mom, uh, Grandma Cece. She took us to see this. 
And uh, when it was over, she let us stick around and watch it again. <laughs> so, uh, awesome film, with Running Man. It is on Prime for rent. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. All right, number eight. Uh, we kind of talked a little bit about the second one, and this was Conan the Barbarian. I love this movie. This movie's awesome. Uh, first movie I saw where Arnold was a star, I had no idea. I knew the the comics, and uh, I don't think Marvel had anything to do with this <laughs> then. But uh, this this movie's awesome. It's goofy. He's hardly got any lines in it, but you don't hire Arnold at this in this stage of his career uh, yeah, to yeah. spit out the lines. But I thought it was a good movie. Um, I loved it for what it was. I wasn't expecting. I mean, the the comics and everything were bloody and everything, but this one was. Yeah, man, decapitations and blood and guts and everything all over the time. Uh, yeah, which uh, is funny because for me, like it, I, I've said this many times. Like just growing up in that era, how like I was able to like watch this and like you said, like the other ones, you know, uh, more friendly. But yeah, like it didn't matter. Like we watched both of them anyway. I saw that. <laughs> I saw RoboCop, you know, Terminator, all that Predator. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving down the list to number seven. Oh, the lights just kind of flickered. Power better not go out. It's raining here. Uh-oh. Um, this movie's awesome. I love it. I know a lot of people hated it when it first came out, but this is 1993's Last Action Hero. With the help of a magic ticket, a young movie fan is transported into the fictional world of his favorite action movie characters. Uh, Arnold, uh, F. Murray Abraham, uh, the legendary Art Carney, Charles Dance, uh, Tom Noonan, Frank McKay, Robert Prosky, a bunch of other people. And what was the main kid's name? Danny Austin O'Brien. And uh, Jim Belushi was in this for a second. Uh, I remember uh, MC Hammer was in this. Uh, Chevy Chase. I don't remember Chevy Chase in it, but all right. Oh, and uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme was in it for a second. (laughs) This movie's awesome. I loved it. I saw it in the theater. I had the Last Action Hero uh, cup that they gave out at Burger King and everything. (laughs) This movie's just amazing. I just got the 4K Steelbook. Uh, not too long ago when it came out. I love this movie. What'd you think of this one? Yeah, I thought it was all right. This is one, though, that unlike, uh, I remember all the hype, Kindergarten Cop and and uh, Twins, but I remember the backlash for a last action hero. I remember before I even got to see it, how people were dissing it and they were really downing it. And, you know, this is before, you know, internet and everything so I, I found that really interesting that i always remembered that people were kind of dissing it back then <laughs> yeah a lot of people were not me i loved it i mean it was arnold i just went to go see it renee went and i went and seen it and man i loved it more than she did <laughs> so <much. laughs> all right moving down the list uh go back and listen to our commentary it was like the only commentary one we've done so far as the e-society and this is 1985's commando yes. the entire special forces colonel tries to save his daughter uh who is abducted by his former suburban knight former wait what Sub- subordinate i'm sorry can't read everyone um, this movie's badass. I mean, go listen to our commentary. It was yes. hilarious and everything yes. with Commando. Yeah, awesome <laughs> film. Uh, I'm so down. glad we did the commentary for it. And yeah, it's just no secret. I've mentioned a million times already. This is like, 
easily number one with a bullet for me. I kept saying during the commentary how like it's so efficient. Like there's no downtime in it. You've got great lines, great action. It doesn't waste a scene. It's it's a near perfect movie in my opinion, honestly. <laughs> it's awesome film. Uh, it's goofy, yeah. but it's it's Arnold. Early eighties Arnold. <laughs> so yeah, but, near perfect to me. I think we're gonna be in the eighties. Maybe I don't know Terminator Two was ninety. I'm sure that's a no. We're in the top five now, and this is 1987's Predator. We don't need to get into that one. Awesome, awesome yep, film. Yep. Number Every, two. The, was the whole <laughs> the whole cast was awesome. Carl Weathers, uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, Sonny Landon, Richard Cavis. I think that's his name. R.J. Armstrong. And a bunch of other people in it. Um, Peter Cullen, the Optimus Prime, he was the, the voice of the Predator. That's what they're saying. Um, the Predator was uh, Kevin Peter Hall. Uh, the awesome Bill Duke was in this as well. But yeah, Predator, you guys know what it is. Yep. Um, yep. Moving down the list to number four. Um, teamed up with James Cameron again for 1984's True Lies. This was like a big action comedy because of um, what's his name? Tom Arnold. To me, Tom Arnold stole this movie. He did. Yeah. <laughs> but this movie was unexpectedly. It's not what you were expecting when you were going in. That's for sure. No, uh, this this movie was hella good. I love this one. Um, they were uh, a fearless global trotting terrorist battling secret agent uh, as his life turned upside down when he has discovered when. He, when he discovers his wife might be having an affair with a used car salesman while terrorists smuggle nuclear warheads into the, that's got nothing to do with, the, <laughs> with what was going on in this. But yeah, that was one part in it. Yeah, it was uh, Arnold, um, Tom Arnold, um, Bill Paxton, the late and great Bill Paxton, rest in peace. Uh, Laurie Strode, Jamie, Cur- Jamie Lee Curtis, the beautiful uh, T- Tia Carrere, and a very young Eliza Dushku, and uh, a bunch of other people in this one. I love this movie. I thought it was awesome. Uh, I really love the the scene. Shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis. That was her hanging out of that helicopter. Yeah. That was no CGI. That's, no what, I always think of. That's what I always think of when I think of that film. <laughs> that was her. All right. I'm, I'm, this is where I don't agree with. Number three, 1984's The Terminator. Nah, not even. Um, it would be in my top five, but it wouldn't be in the number three spot. Um, no. Yeah, I'm with you. You got to bump it down a little. Yeah. And, um, I'm assuming we're going to get there, so maybe we don't need to talk about it too much. But um, it's one of those rare times. And I think, well, let me know if you disagree, but that um, where the sequel outdoes the original. I, I love the first one because Arnold was the bad guy. He was. Right. He, they yeah. turned him into the good guy and from the second film on. Nothing against T two, awesome film. I assumed I'm, I'm right now. I don't know what number one is, but I'm pretty Probably. safe to say Terminator Two: Judgment Day is number one. But yeah, um, for me, my Arnold, my favorite Arnold movie is Terminator. So that would be my number one. But moving down the list, whoa, we are wrong. Terminator Two is number okay. two, 1991: okay. Judgment Day, awesome film. James Cameron. Well, he, James Cameron did the first two, and then I think he helped with the last one. The number one film, I love this film, but it wouldn't be my number one. And this is a 1990s Total Recall. Oh, love <laughs> Go listen to our uh, ESP Rewind. 
we still didn't. We Mike, shout out to Mike. Mike helped us with that one. We still couldn't figure that movie out. If <laughs> did it really happen, or was it all in his head? Was it the implant that was in his head? I we don't know. I mean, we talked it over and over, and we were talking in circles. But Total <laughs> Recall, amazing film. Not a fan of the remake. I have it in the collection, but I, I'm just gonna have to rewatch that one. But Total Recall, we don't really need to go into. Go back and listen to our, our rewind because we really, really, really took a deep dive into that film. But right. I, I really thought Terminator 2 was going to be number one. Yeah, that's what I was expecting this whole time, honestly. Um, so, yeah, a little surprised. <laughs> I would have, yeah, I would have Terminator 2 over Total Recall. Um, if I would, my, my top five would be Terminator Conan the Barbarian, uh, Terminator 2, Last Action Hero, and then um, Jingle All the Way. <laughs> okay. I, had to, I had to throw comedy in. Those would be my top five Arnold films. What would yours be? Uh, my, well, I'll give you the, because the top three is just, uh, like I said, easy with a bullet for me. You got uh, one, no doubt, Commando, two, Predator, and then three, uh, T2. So that's where I'm at. And I'd probably put Total Recall four. And uh, what else did I like as we uh, wound down the countdown? What else was I hyping up? <laughs> uh, sick commando would be number six uh, on my list yeah and number one for me predator, near predator perfect film. <laughs> well, all right everyone that was uh all I, Ar- arnold's films uh from Yay. worst to best didn't agree with some of them is there any that like neither of us saw i don't think so um i'm i think that one with jackie chan is the only one we didn't see Oh wait, what, did we see the one with uh, Jeff Bridges either? Yeah, that one. Uh, no, I seen it, but I, I did I. I think I seen it, but I don't remember. Stay it. hungry. Stay yeah, hungry. I, I I saw it, but I don't remember him in it because I don't. I believe he wasn't the, he wasn't a star. So okay, okay. Um, I think the one we didn't see both was the 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 one with Jackie Chan. Um, oh, the yeah, yeah. The what the hell was that one called? Um. Uh, it's Iron Mask. Okay, <laughs> uh, that was a film he made. Well, the same year as uh, it came out as Dark Fate. Um, there's a video game, Predator Hunting Grounds. He's the voice in that. Wow, <laughs> I didn't know that. He's got a. These are the things that are post production. Kung Fury Two, U Tap or Up Tap or I don't know how you say that. Triplets. What? He's uh him. He's, he's Julius Benedict. Um. I assume what's his name's in it as well. Um, Danny DeVito. <laughs> hey. Uh, okay. It's got Eddie Murphy, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tracy Morgan, and Danny DeVito. Wow. Oh, all right. What it does know, that's all that uh, Julius and Vincent Benedict discover they have a third sibling. I wonder who the third sibling is. Probably Eddie Murphy, but I don't know. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's around their age, but uh, we'll see. Uh, the Legend of Conan. It just announced, it says, and then something called The Outsider. So we'll see. But So he is doing another Conan. I, it just says announced. I don't know. We'll see. But All right, everyone. That's going to be it this episode. I didn't know it was going to be that long. I guess it was his whole film career. So I'm, it's not three hours. But 
like you got a whole nother new episode. Go back and uh, if you guys listen to our new episode, thank you. If not, go back and listen to it on the regular network. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All just search E Society or E Society Pod, as well as YouTube and TikTok and everything. Follow us on our personals at Magnez at the Zisu and all of that. And yeah, ton of shows to listen to here on Anchor. Ton of shows over on. Uh, the the regular Podbean hub and yeah we got more and more to come for you uh we're six years now yeah 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 six years deep everyone i was listening to another mm-hmm. pod and they were like yeah well this is our eighth year and i'm like i said shit we're like right behind them so but yeah anyway six six years in the game he said oh um for those of you that did listen to the 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 shrine show that i was a part of out in tulsa uh, i got invited to go back Again next month. So, if you guys missed that show that uh, myself, Oki Podcast, and Toke Signals Podcast did uh, at the Shrine in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, well, we're going for um, another show next month in May. Um, it was just announced. Um, I don't know, really know all the details on who's all going to be there. It's us, and then whoever's after us. I don't know. We're going to open the show like we did. Um, awesome time! Shout out to everyone that showed up to the first one that we did. Definitely come to the second one. I cannot wait to do it all over again. I won't be scared this time because now I know what to expect. Awesome time. Awesome just hosts and everything. So definitely come out for that. I'll let you guys know as we get closer uh, to the date of when it's going to happen. So, but with that, everyone, just be safe out there. Come back for more. We'll see you next time. So until then, party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time. Peace, society.